0: hi everyone i hope you are all doing well i know it's been quite some time since my first episode life just got away with me but um, i managed to find some time now to record this episode so yeah i hope you enjoy going off of my into introductory episode i thought that it would be a good idea to start right at the beginning with a an experience that definitely shaped me um, I've also received a lot of messages and questions surrounding it so I thought that doing an episode on it could be a really nice way to address all of that um, I'm sure from the title you can see exactly what this is going to be about um, but I just want to put out there that this is purely just my perspective from specifically moving um from South Africa to Australia in no way do I want this to come across as I'm being ungrateful um or biased in any way um this is genuinely just like a story time gonna give my experience perspective feelings emotions blah 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 all of that stuff um and yeah it's I really don't want anything to be taken out of context or in any ungrateful way. I know how lucky I am. I know how fortunate I am. This is just me giving my views on moving country. I moved country at the end of 2018. I finished my matricula, um, went on vac, and then packed everything up and moved to Perth. Um, the reason for my family and I moving purely came down to work and studying opportunities um like I said I was in my matric year so I was looking at unis and I was always planning on studying abroad it was it just always intrigued me and it was definitely something that I wanted to do whether it was through exchange or anything like that um, but around a similar time my dad found work in Perth and it kind of just aligned up and before you knew it we were packing up. <laughs> um, looking back on it now, I'm really, really grateful that I didn't study abroad by myself and I had my family with me because my whole experience was quite challenging and I don't think I would have been able to get well, I mean, I know I wouldn't have been able to get through it <laughs> without having my family right here. So yeah, for people who are international students or move by themselves, anything like that, you guys are like superhumans because I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I would have really struggled. So just wanting to put that out there. Um I think when we first kind of discussed moving, it was in like April 2018. So everything happened quite quickly and I was feeling a lot of mixed emotions and feelings surrounding the whole thing as anyone would you know it's a very bittersweet thing and you don't really know what to expect or how to process things until it's actually happening um so yeah it's very daunting um and for me like i said i had a lot of mixed feelings still to this day i feel them sometimes um but yeah all in all i do believe that moving was a great thing for me you know i i've been lucky enough to attend an amazing university i've you know made and met lots of great people amazing friends um i met the most incredible guy ever forever grateful for that i would move a hundred times over if it means just meeting him um i've had incredible like work opportunities um as well as just like growth in general you know um when you leave school that's where you do most of your growing I I mean for me at least and I feel like moving definitely did um it definitely played a huge role I'm sure it would for anyone um so yeah I'm not going to lie in and amongst all the amazing things that came with moving. I did find moving country at my age quite difficult. (laughs) I had been living in South Africa. Basically my whole life, and, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult to leave a place that you're so familiar with surrounding like all your family and your friends and just absolutely everything to going to a place where you literally don't know one person like not one person that to me still blows my mind like i remember walking into uni on the first day and i i knew not one single soul and like i get that you know even if you stay um in the country you've been living in and you've been in school and you know you go to university and you still don't know many people and you make new friends and all of that but i feel like you'll at least know one person <laughs> joburg was not that big <laughs> and you would have at least known a few people at your uni regardless of what you were studying and it that was so daunting for me like you're literally not knowing one person um so yeah um it was challenging and came with a lot of positives and a lot of negatives and i really don't want this to come across as me speaking really negatively about the experience because it definitely wasn't all bad definitely not um yeah for me it was just challenging i'm not sure if it was because of my age or because i'm not super great when it comes to change or there was a lot of things you know (laughs) anyway um Where I think I was really fortunate and this is this is where a lot of the questions come about that people have asked me about moving is like um, how you get like citizenship or like permanent residence, because in Australia you have to apply for permanent residence after living in the country for a specific amount of time. And then after that, then you get citizenship and all of that happens. I'm not probably the best person to ask about that. because I was really lucky that when my parents lived in Australia 21 years ago, um, they had citizenship. So they were citizens of Australia and i was i was born in australia um but i left before i was like one or something like that so um yeah but because i was born here i also got citizenship and then once my sister was born we applied for her to get citizenship so we were really lucky that when we moved we didn't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff we didn't have to worry about visas um and all that hectic paperwork it was quite a smooth transition in that regard um so yeah definitely grateful that my parents always made sure that our our australian passports were up to date and never expired because that saved a lot of stress amongst all the moving i guess it would have been more stressful for them but um yeah just in general that did help so for anyone wanting to move to australia um probably not the best person to ask that question to but um yeah that's how it works you have to be you know you have to be living in australia for a certain amount of time to apply for all those steps to then finally get your citizenship um i'm not sure about anywhere else in the world i'd assume it's somewhat similar but like i said that's a very big assumption (laughs) um so yeah my dad actually moved the year before my mom my sister and i did like i said because they let me finish my matric year so where us three girls were really lucky is my dad did a lot of the heavy lifting on this side so that by the time we finished school and we got here you know we had a place to stay um my dad was familiar with the area so he could show us around and like with opening bank accounts and all that kind of fun stuff. <laughs> Thank goodness he was able to do prior to us arriving. Um, I am renting, um, I have actually, a lot of people ask me that. <laughs> um, a lot of people ask me if I, if well not me, if my family bought a house or if we're renting or what we're doing. Um, so yeah, my dad found a place for us to rent um, in quite a nice little area. I really like it here. Um, and so we've been renting since we've been here, but we are currently building. (laughs) This conversation is one for another day because it's so long and all over the show, but yes, we are building and hopefully the house will be done before I turn 30. That would be great. But because of COVID, we've hit a few walls and come across a few obstacles, but it seems to be slowly but surely getting back on track. So fingers crossed, it stays that way. Um. So, yeah, going back to <clears throat> a little bit of like the uni conversation. Um, Like I said, I didn't really... Know a single person on campus. I also found it quite difficult making friends. I guess COVID didn't help either because it hit what in in twenty twenty. So I really only had one year at uni, and then it was all online. So it's difficult to make friends online. Everyone knows that we all experienced it. You know, it's super difficult because you never meet people in person, and you just hear a voice. You never see a face, and it's just it's just difficult you know (laughs) um so yeah i did find it quite difficult making friends don't get me wrong i did meet amazing people and i did make friends because um you know naturally you are drawn to people and oh um speaking about perth specifically and to be honest this is this isn't even just my perspective people in perth told me this that the culture here is a very clicky um so it is quite difficult to like not make friends as such but like it's like they've got their groups they've got their friends and that's it like they just clicky I don't really know how best to explain it but with the word clicky don't know if that makes sense but um yeah that was that was what people told me when I got here people that I met at uni told me you know I mustn't feel upset or despondent or anything like that if I can't make friends Perth is clicky so yes (laughs) um where I did and managed to make friends was actually through the colleges in perth so that's like the residence where like um the students stay like res um, um so yeah that was where i did make a lot of my friends because there's that whole like um like going out culture you know amongst uni students and yeah i was really really lucky because my friend veronica who I was at school with, she also decided to move to Perth and she stayed in one of these residential colleges. And so I was, you know, she was my only friend at this stage Um, and she stayed there. So we would always hang out together there. And yeah, I'm very grateful for her because through her I did, I managed to make a lot of friends and I I met people from all over the world because obviously with like exchange, and stuff like that pre-covid um we had a lot of exchange students who yeah made my second semester of first year a lot of fun and um i'm obviously grateful for veronica because if it wasn't for her i wouldn't have met any one of those people um so yeah um when it comes to like going from school to uni I'm not sure about anywhere else in the world. For me, it was tricky because um, I never did. It's difficult to explain, but like, so I'm studying psychology and in Australia, psychology is a subject you can take at school. But because I didn't go to school here and my school didn't offer psychology, I did feel at a slight disadvantage um, because I knew some people in my course who took psychology at high school and they excelled at a quicker rate than me, (laughs) not to put myself down in any way. Um, But it's just like little things, um, you know, like how they expect you to write essays and like little things like that. It's just different. It's slight differences, but they definitely do make an impact. So I do feel like I was at a slight disadvantage. And I mean, I can see that now because my sister did school in South Africa and she did school here. And oh my goodness, the stuff that she learned in school here compared to what I learned in South Africa, like I can see why she would find a transition into uni easier, just because it's the same, you're in the same country, you know, the standards are the same, and the way you do things are the same, it's, it's the same as Africa. So that jump was a little bit difficult for me to adjust to, but nevertheless, I did. <laughs> so that's in the past. Um something people also asked me about was um, public transport and how I found it um, because it's not a very common thing in South Africa to like take buses and trains and stuff obviously there's the how train people definitely do take it but it, it's like one train <laughs> not nothing compared to how it is here and to be honest that was that was something I really did struggle to get used to because I, I, I just wasn't used to it. I never did it. My parents dropped me and fetched me everywhere or we took an Uber or things like that, you know. And when we first moved here, I didn't have my license and I didn't have my own car. So I did really rely on public transport a lot. And that was a big adjustment for me. Um, thank goodness with my dad have been here a year before me, he was able to help me with that. <laughs> He taught me how to load my bus card and where to tap my bus card so that I'm, like, tapped on and how to tap off and how to, um, like, what line to catch and where to get off at which station and all those little things like that that you don't think you're going to need to know how to do, but yes. Um, So, yeah, public transport was definitely an adjustment for me. But it definitely is helpful. Goodness me, the amount of petrol I save. (laughs) Um, It's it's not the most reliable. I will say that there were oftentimes I was super stressed because the bus was late or the train was running late or little things like that. But that's really like first world problems. Like, come on, Montana, get a grip. (laughs) Um, So yeah um another question i got i feel like i'm rushing through this because i'm really nervous still i don't know why but i'm still really nervous about recording this i mean it's only my second episode i guess i can cut myself some slack um but yeah another question i was asked was about prices and um how i felt that moving from south africa to australia because um at the moment i think it's for every I think it's one to ten or ten to one I don't know how you say it <laughs> um, but the Australian dollar is stronger than the rand um, and to answer that question that people were asking me about how I dealt with money and stuff like that um, I still find myself converting to this day <laughs> I'll go into the shops and I'll find something I like and I'll see it in dollars and I convert it to Rands. And I'm like, would I spend that many rands? <laughs> it's so silly, but you don't even notice yourself doing it. Um, and what I struggled with was when I got here, I obviously only had rands in my account. I didn't have dollars, <laughs> so it felt like I was spending a lot more because of how weak the rand is is um now that i'm earning dollars it really is much of a muchness like for example i'll go to cotton on there's cotton on in south africa on the price tag here there's literally it shows the dollar and it shows the price in rands and it's a straight conversion like exactly what i would pay as africa i would pay here just in dollars it does end up balancing itself out so once you are earning the currency in your country it does balance itself out um things like alcohol and cigarettes and stuff like that are more expensive here that's because of the tax um on these items um but yeah general things like food like um coffees things like that they end up being roughly the same amount um i am going back to south africa in the next two months so i'll be able to see um how it's changed but yeah things like that it's not too bad it definitely is cheaper for me to come to africa than people from south africa to come here that's obvious but um yeah you know, things are much of a muchness to be completely honest with you. Um another thing I wanted to touch on was just work, like working in Australia. In Australia, people start working when they're like fourteen. That's really that's that's young. like I, I, you know, I never worked. <laughs> when i was 14 you don't really do that especially when i was 14 like in south africa you you, you don't really do that you you start working after school unless you like tutoring and stuff like that but you know it it's it was really difficult for me to find work when i got to australia because i didn't have any experience because i didn't work in south africa and then when i found out that people start working when they're 14 here I felt like people didn't want to hire me because a, I didn't have experience, and I was a lot older, so they would have to pay me a higher rate. When they can pay a, a sixteen-year-old who's got two years' experience a lot less than me, because they sit like at a lower rate. So that was really challenging. I didn't find work for the, for like a whole year yeah like I went I went without work for a year which is difficult like I said like using your rand it's it's difficult um but when I did find work it helped so much oh my goodness the financial stress just slowly went away um The rate that I get here is pretty good. I do think minimum wage in Australia is really, really good. Um, And I'm very grateful for those opportunities I got given. And I recently did get a really big work opportunity, which I'm so happy about. Um, And, yeah, it's finally all starting to come together, you know. Um. I don't know if there's any other like broad topics to like touch on. Those are probably the most common kind of questions and um, topics to touch on. Um, In general, like moving is definitely a difficult thing. Like I said, everyone experiences it different. Everyone has their own challenges and their own adjustments to make. For me, I found it quite difficult Um, I still find myself very homesick, um, hence why I've booked a trip. Um, Yeah, I I do. I'm not even going to, you know, lie about it. I find myself being really homesick often. I miss the familiarity of things. I miss, um, like, I, I miss the people. Like, of course I miss the people. And I miss the culture. You know it, it's so different it, it really is different of course like let's not ignore the elephant in the room Australia is a lot safer I do feel safer living here um, but I'm not oblivious to crime and I'm actually really grateful that I that I know that because I do feel like sometimes because Australia is a first world country and there's not a high crime rate people are quite oblivious and and think that you know you you'll never get robbed like you'll never get held up like and you probably won't that's the thing you probably won't and you're maybe not wrong for thinking that but because i have got a different culture instilled in me and a different environment that i grew up in i'm always going to be cautious and I'm always going to be like overprotective and all those little things and I honestly wouldn't have it any other way like that is just how I feel um I remember my first night sleeping in Australia I was petrified oh my goodness I was petrified because my windows didn't have any bars on them and how can you sleep without bars how pardon absolutely not and I still feel unsafe sometimes it's so normal but i am very grateful to have had the experiences i had in south africa and to now be experiencing different things in australia (laughs) i feel like i haven't stopped talking for so long and that's because i haven't but basically to sum everything up i love both my lives i love my life in south africa and i love my life in australia and as much as i have my sad days and my homesick days i have my amazing family with me here who are always going to be my home i have my friends that i have made here who are super supportive and yeah just i'm very grateful for them i have my amazing boyfriend and his family who are also south African. So that has definitely helped. Um, Yeah, I'm so grateful for them too. So all in all, my move to Australia was a positive experience besides all the little iffy moments. But, you know, what's life without those moments? You know, you win some, you lose some. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like this was all over the show and i definitely was a lot more nervous to speak about everything than i thought i was going to be but um yeah if you're thinking about moving definitely investigate look into it see what you can do don't don't put a plug in it just because you're scared of change or you feel like you're gonna miss people because you will you will and it's going to be difficult but it's going to be a great thing for you. And you know what the people who love you will always be there for you no matter where you are in the world and that's definitely what I learned and I definitely don't want to get emotional right now but I'm so grateful for those people and you'll you'll grow a lot you'll grow a lot more than you think and you'll see the world. I think that's something I'm also so grateful for. So I got to see such a beautiful part of the world and um yeah it it is it's gorgeous it's absolutely it's gorgeous and and i find myself often telling people to go to south africa because now that i'm out of there i see the beauty so much more than i was living there and to me that's also crazy so yeah I think that brings me to the end of this episode. I hope that I made sense and I hope that you enjoyed listening. And I hope that I answered some questions some people may have. If um, I didn't, (laughs) I hope that this wasn't a complete waste of your time. But it's definitely something I enjoy speaking about because it's made me who I am and I'll always be grateful for that but I can't wait to come home. I think there's like 55 days until I'm back home and I haven't been back home since moving so almost three and a half years and I just I can't wait. It's going to be the most amazing thing. Um, I am coming with my boyfriend and I'm very excited to meet his family because his family live in Cape Town. I'm excited to Introduce him to my family and my friends, and just bringing my two worlds together again. I'm just, yeah, I have no words. (laughs) It's just a very exciting time in my life. And, um, yeah. So, I, like I said, I hope that this wasn't a complete waste of your time. And, yeah, just this sounds so cringe, but just follow your dreams and. Don't be afraid of change and um, let yourself grow in whichever way life takes you.